When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are many priorities in our life, work, school, kids, fitness, but our wives deserve one of the top spots in our life. When we move our wife to the top of our priority list, we gain some really awesome insight to ourselves and most importantly, to our wives. Welcome to the Husband's Coaches Corner, the podcast that teaches husbands how to love their wife every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, a.k.a. The Husband Coach. Welcome back to another episode of The Husband Coach's Corner. Today, we are talking all about prioritizing our wife over ourselves. To be clear, this episode is not telling anyone to do something that you don't already know or hopefully something that you're already doing, but It is really to explain why we need to prioritize our wives over ourselves. And then I'm going to talk about what it is that we gain when we do this. So let's go ahead and jump right in. The first thing is our wife desires our attention. Now, guys, hear this. This is so important. Our wives desire your attention. My wife desires my attention. Just think about that for a second. Your wife desires being near you, being with you, hearing from you, talking to you, talking with you. Now, this isn't anything new. Uh, If you've been around the husband coach's corner, then you have heard me say this many, many times. And I put this first because This is one of those things that is absolutely important for us to understand when it comes to engaging with our wives in a loving way. But also the fact that we need to prioritize our wife over ourselves. We need to understand that our wife desires our attention and our attention has got to be focused on her. This isn't to say that you can't have hobbies or anything of that sort. Um, In a previous episode, I talked about accessibility to you. The 90% of your time, your wife should be able to come and talk to you about whatever. doesn't matter if it's super small or if it's a really big deal. Your wife should still be able to come and talk to you and tell you what's going on, what's on her mind, what she's going through. Now, the attention that our wife is really looking for is not the you come home or she comes home and you just say, hey, how you doing? Oh, good. All right. Bye. And then you go on about your day or you don't talk to her at all unless you're sitting down at the dinner table and then you ask the the random question or the very not even random. It's just a generic question of, so what'd you do today? Uh, I will urge you 
to go deeper and to be more creative with the way that you communicate with your wife. Instead of saying, what did you do today? Why don't you say, hey, what was the best thing that happened today for you? That is a completely different response than what did you do today? Because now she has to recall every single step of the day because she doesn't know what you're really looking for. But if you give her an opportunity to talk about the thing that she enjoyed the most about the day, you are going to gain so much more insight to your wife. She's going to enjoy speaking with you. You guys are going to connect and it's going to be awesome, which is something that she wants to do. She wants to connect with you. That's why she's seeking your attention. That's why she desires your attention. So connect with her and make all those connections or make as many of your connections as positive as possible. When we refer to prioritizing our wife, we are meeting her need to receive the attention that only we should be giving her, right? Um, when we don't prioritize our wife, we run the risk of her seeking the attention from someone else. And that causes bigger problems than you and I are looking for to have in the marriage. So it's important that we do that. The other thing, you know, when you show her the attention and you're putting her as a priority, you're sending a message of you can count on me. And you matter more to me than fill in the blank. You matter more to me than watching TV. You matter more to me than going to the gym. You matter more to me than doing X, Y, Z. These are all things that resonate well with your wife. There is a, uh, a bonus that you get when she receives those messages well, all right? These two messages, when they're received by your wife, can build so much trust and respect in your marriage, uh, which these are the two things that we want as men, as husbands in our marriage. So you have to be able to provide that to your wife. You have to be able to get these messages across to her so she can learn to respect you because this is all about building up some consistency. And that's nothing new in uh, the husband coach's corner. We have talked about building consistency quite a few times. So my second point that I want to make about prioritizing your wife is investing as little as 30 minutes a day will add up over time. Now, this is a huge realization uh, that I came to a little later on in my marriage because a lot of times we think, oh, well, you get married, that's just the end of it, and you live happily ever after because that's what the movies tell you, that's what you know we have fantasized about, that's what Hallmark tries to sell you, uh, and all that crap is okay. Um, I actually hate that the Disney movies and all these rom-coms or whatever they try to sell you on the fact that once you get married, life is good. Uh, and then you go and see some of these more R-rated movies or whatever. And and I shouldn't even say it like the R-rated movies. Like you just go see life. And people are not happy in their marriages. The sad thing is most people aren't happy in their marriages because they're not investing in them. 
And when I say investing, I mean spending time getting to know their wife, wives getting to know their husbands. Instead, they're just doing this routine. Hey, how was your day? All right, great. What are you doing tomorrow? Oh, okay. And the marriages that if you if you go and study marriages, other people's marriages, the ones that you want to model your marriage after that, you know, you as a husband will say, you know what, that is a good husband. And I love the way that his wife responds to him. I want that in my marriage. Not that you're trying to copycat him, right? That's not the goal. Your relationship with your wife is completely different than the relationship that he, the the person that you're using as your model, uh, your relationship is completely different than theirs. However, there are some things, you know, uh, success leaves clues. If you believe that that marriage is successful, there are some things that you can observe and pick up on. And I guarantee you, you're going to find that this husband, this man, is investing in his relationship with his wife. And the investment that I'm talking about is spending time. You're going to find that it's hard to build a relationship when you don't spend time with the person you're in a relationship with. And I understand that there are some long distance relationships out there due to uh, work and school and all kinds of other things. But getting on the phone, I mean, it's 2020, we got Zoom. And if we haven't learned how to use something in 2020, it is digital conferencing or virtual conferencing. There's no reason why we as you know, husbands in 2020 and beyond uh, can't figure out a way to see our wives even when we are uh, hundreds of thousands of miles away. I don't even know if that's a real. Anyway, when we are far away, I'll just leave it at that. All right. It's important that we invest in our wives by spending time with her. When we spend time with our wives, we start to learn more things about our wives. I've shared this before. I've learned more about Crystal in the 30 minutes that I sit with her talking about random things that there's no way uh, that it would have come up out of, you know, just being in the uh, the area, but being in that moment, just talking, having coffee uh, or drinking tea, whatever it is that you do. And you guys are just having a good time. You know, um, we laugh almost every day together and we connect on a deeper level when we spend that, those 30 minutes of time. And sometimes it's just watching a TV show and, you know, holding hands or whatever. Physical touch is so important. That is a huge investment. Uh, and I'm talking more than physical touch with sex, right? Sex is great. Uh, but the physical touch that I'm referring to here is more of a, a, a comforting physical touch. Our wives want to be comforted by us. Even when they pretend that they don't, they really want us to comfort them because a woman wants a man who's going to uh, be strong and protective, not, not overprotective like a jealous husband, things like that, and abusive, but someone that they know if 
things get rough, that you're going to be there and you're going to be able to take care of them. And that goes back to my first point, uh, note where you send the message, you can count on me. And investing 30 minutes a day, spending time with your wife, is how you show her that she can count on you. Now, when you look at your marriage six months from now, after you've invested 30 minutes a day, you are going to see the improvement in your relationship. But that pro- that improvement is only going to be relative to the amount of effort that you put in. If you go halfway in relationship to spending time and investing in your wife, you are going to see halfway results when you go back and look. It's like when you go to the gym. If you go pick up the heaviest things in there after uh, a little while, those things are going to get light. And then you're going to be picking up heavier things and heavier things and heavier things. And then eventually you're going to be like, whoa, I remember when I wouldn't even think to bench pressing 300 pounds. But now I'm bench pressing 350. But I started out at 120, 140, or maybe I couldn't even hit 100. And now I'm hitting 150. You see, the improvement comes over time. We have to get out of the mindset of instant. Uh, There are some things that we can do to build our marriage efficiently and effectively in one day or, you know, on a daily basis. But these aren't instant fixes where you do it and then your wife just falls madly in love head over heels with you that one day. Uh, And if you're living for the one day as opposed to the investment of your relationship over the rest of your lives till death do you part, you know, till death do us part. That that's a a serious term. You want to make sure that you're investing in a way that builds up that marriage all the way till the end. And this comes with prioritizing your wife over yourself by giving her more of you and you giving yourself less of you. All right. Now, there is a balance. I understand you got to go to work. And if you're self-employed, you may have to perfect your craft and things like that. Hopefully you can find a way to communicate that with your wife and say, hey, honey, here's what I want to do. And this is why it's so important that you communicate um, a a previous drill where I was saying 30 minutes a day, uh, one hour out of the week and a date night out of the week. You choose the days that work for you and your wife, and it may not be the same 30 minutes uh, a day. You know, it may not be nine o'clock at night every day. It may be five o'clock in the morning one day, seven o'clock at night the next day, two o'clock in the afternoon uh, one day. You may have a day off in the middle of the week and then you can go on that date. Whatever it is, when you start to build that relationship and you invest, you are going to see the return on your investment over time. We have to get out of the instant gratification and the, I want instant results in my marriage now. I'm sorry, it it just doesn't work that way. You can get your wife some flowers today and she's gonna smile and she's gonna love you for the few moments, maybe even for the rest of that day, she's gonna you know feel loved, but guess what? You only gain success for that day. The rent comes due tomorrow. When you wake up, you have to say, okay, how am I going to find a way to love my wife? And 
That's the premise of this channel, finding ways to love our wife every single day so you can look back on it six months later and say, hey, I'm seeing the return of my investment. The only way that you're going to be able to do that is if, if you start prioritizing your wife because it doesn't happen just by, by accident. My third point, moving into my third and final point, you will see the characteristics of your wife and the things that made you fall in love with her, the less you think of yourself and the more you think of her. Or let me rephrase that. The more you prioritize your wife in your, in your life, the characteristics that you fell in love with will come to the surface over and over again. This is extremely important for the husband who is like, man, I'm falling out of love with you. I don't know if our marriage is going to make it because you don't do the things you used to do and you don't look the way you used to look. So then you start to kind of give her the cold shoulder. You don't pay attention to her as much. What I'm telling you with this is when you start to pay attention to your wife, you really start to see your wife. Now, I did a whole episode or a series on this. How do I see my wife and, you know, a way to build your uh, to build a better marriage? It's so important that we change the lens in which we see our wives. And the only way or not the only way, one of the best ways to change our lens is to give her a position that has more uh, more value over everything in in my marriage, my wife is my second priority. All right, my first priority is my relationship with God, and then my wife is right there. And then my third priority are my kids. My job is my fourth priority. That's it. You know, those are my four priorities. If if anyone asks me, and I make this known to everyone uh, that knows me, first and foremost, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. And I love him and I live my life for him. But in service to the church, I am also putting my wife uh, as a very, very close second because I have been commanded to love my wife as Christ loves the church. So that just goes hand in hand. My wife becomes my number two priority, period. When you see your wife's characteristics and you prioritize her, it's like you are meeting her for the first time over and over again. There there are days I stare at my wife and not like a a crazy, awkward stare. She thinks it's crazy and awkward, uh, which, you know, we joke about all the time. Every time that I see her, I'm like, wow, that's my high school sweetheart. And she's my wife now. I really got lucky and she's here with me and has been for the past 13 years. And we've had, we got kids together. We have a life together. You know, these are the things that, you know, you, you really do start to see your wife in a different light. But then I go deeper and I'm like, you know, this is the, the loving and caring woman that if something were to happen to me, I know she's going to take care of the kids. This is the creative woman. Look at all the stuff that she makes around this house and look at how nice our house is. She can cook because not every not every woman can cook. Right. You start to see these things that you appreciate about your wife 
and you fall in love with her again. You start to see the the mannerisms that you find attractive. And this is probably one of the biggest keys to rekindling your marriage. If you are on the brink of divorce, you need to change the priorities for your relationship. If this is it, it and I'm I am hoping that you want to save your marriage. Regardless of where you are and how terrible your marriage may or may not be, if you are on the brink of divorce, finding the time to prioritize your wife and working the things out with her is going to benefit you far greater than calling it quits and hoping that it's going to work out with someone else. There's no one better than the wife you have. I don't say that in a in a regards of there's no one better. If you're in a, an abusive relationship or uh, your wife refuses to change, then absolutely. I, I understand that. The refusal from your spouse is not something that you like. You don't get to make the choice if she wants to stay in the marriage. You can do things that can convince her that you're a different person if you were the one who who drove her, uh, I guess, a little crazy in the marriage, if you will. But at the same time, your actions are more uh, along the lines of how can I build this marriage when both of you are trying to build the same thing in the marriage. So you guys got to have that common goal that you do want to stay together. When I prioritize my wife, this isn't me saying that I don't see the characteristics of her outside of my intentional uh, stopping what I'm doing, turning around and saying, yes, honey, what can I do for you? When I do that, there is a conscious effort for me to say, okay, I'm done typing the notes for the podcast for a second because my wife walked in here and she needs my attention. So then I stop what I'm doing and I turn around and it's like, whoa, this is my wife. This is my baby. Hey, what is going on, baby? You know, it it is a it, it's a choice because I could be like, can't you see I'm doing something, woman? Now you try that if you want to. It's probably not going to work out for you, but you could absolutely try that out. I don't recommend it. But because I make a conscious effort and a choice to love my wife and turn around and acknowledge the fact that she walked into the room. And she is looking for my attention. And it could be something as simple as, hey, I'm getting ready to cook dinner. What would you like to eat? But and, you know, the conversation be done with uh, after I say, oh, you know what? Let's have chicken tacos tonight. And then she says, all right, babe, I'm gonna make chicken tacos. And she goes on and makes the chicken tacos. Sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot because we prioritize whatever it is that we're doing over our wife. There have been times when uh, I'll be in the middle of doing something extremely uh, like tedious and my wife will call me and (laughs) I will be a little irritated like, oh, man, she's going to take me away from this. And as soon as I start thinking that I'm like, wait, no. I have to prioritize my wife. I need to give her the attention that she needs. I need to make sure that I'm communicating with her effectively. Let me just take a break from this 
and I'll communicate, hey, let me let me get to a good stopping point with what I'm doing and I'll be right there. And then you got to be right there. Don't get to a good stopping point by finishing the project. Find a place where you can stop and then come back and pick up when the time comes uh, and communicate with her. If I get to a point where it's like, hey, I, I got a five minute break or within the next five minutes, I need to get back to doing whatever it is that I was doing because there's time sensitivity involved. Communicate that with her after you hear what it is that she needs, but do it in a loving way. Like, hey, honey, what's going on? And then she'll tell you what she needs. And if it's something that's going to take you more than five minutes and say, okay, uh, let me go close out what I'm doing here so I can give you more time and attention to take care of the thing that you that, that you need me to do, all right? Um, and if it's work-related, then it's like, hey, uh, right now I'm at work or I need to be doing work because some people are working from home and I'm not going to be able to take care of this for you at this exact moment, but I can take care of it for you in an hour, in two hours. Then you show up and you take care of it in one to two hours, don't say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that in two hours and then two days go by. And it's like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do that. That does not show your wife that she can count on you. And it does not show her that she is more important than whatever it is that you filled the blocks with. All right. I'll get off my soapbox on that one. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So that brings me to this week's drill, all right? Planned act of kindness. That's what this drill is. What you're going to do is choose something that you are going to do for your wife every single day this week. All right. It could be something as small as cleaning the dishes, washing the clothes, going grocery shopping, uh, picking up the kids from school or from wherever they are. If it's something that your wife normally does and you can do it well, I want you to step in there and say, hey, honey, for this week. I want to do this for you and communicate to her. I'm doing this because I want to show you that you are a top priority in my life and I acknowledge the things that you do. So I want to, I want to partner with you and take care of something that you do on a consistent basis this week. So let me take care of that for you. All right. Obviously it's got to be able to fit in with your routine, but if your routine is highly self-centered and you're prioritizing more of your hobbies over the things that your wife will need you to do, uh, maybe you need to cut out those hobbies and focus on the thing that your wife needs you to do. Now, if your wife does not do anything, right, if you are in one of those marriages where your wife is not really doing much of anything and you're you're a little frustrated about that, what I want you to do instead is find a nice gesture that shows your wife that you appreciate her and 
that she's a top priority in your life. This could be something as simple as, you know what? Let me see your feet, honey. I'm going to give you a foot rub. Or you want a massage tonight? Hey, you want me to let's go out to dinner? Or I I went to the store today and I bought you some chocolates. Yours is going to be this drill for you. The planned act of kindness is really going to be more of you going out of your way. I guess both of them are you going out of your way. But this is going to be you uh, bringing something external because your wife doesn't have anything for you to take off her plate. You want to make sure that whatever it is you do, that you can do it well. Don't offer to cook if you don't know how to cook. Instead, be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to leave you uh, to cook, but everyone can clean dishes. And if you can't clean a dish, you can get on YouTube and learn how to wash dishes. So you say, hey, honey, I got the dishes every night for the rest of the week. And then, like I've been saying throughout the entire episode, you have to show up and do it so you can send that message to your wife that she can count on you and you matter more to her. I'm sorry, she matters more to you than whatever it is that is taking up your time. Now, what you're going to get out of this exercise is one, a sense of fulfillment in your marriage for you because you're investing into your marriage uh, in a very practical way. Practical Uh, investments into your marriage are probably one of the fastest ways to building trust, confidence, love, and respect inside of your marriage. And that leads to more intimacy. The more you do things in the marriage, the more they can be seen, felt, and received, which means your wife is going to appreciate you that much more. It also shows her that you're a loving husband and your wife can really count on you. It's extremely important that your wife can count on you as her husband. And then she's going to see, oh, well, my husband can actually do some things. And this is going to be a huge kickstart. It may not be instant gratification, but by the end of the week, what I want you to do or at the end of the week, what I want you to do is follow up with her and say, hey, you know, for a week, I did the kids homework or not did the kids homework. Don't do your kids homework. I did the or I reviewed the kids homework or I sat with the kids while they were doing homework, which is something you normally do. How did that how, how did that work out for you? And for your wife, she may say it was odd because I didn't know what to do with that time. Or uh, in some relationships, she will still do the thing that she that you're doing but she'll you'll do it together and that that may be your 30 minutes of time that you're spending with her right if you guys are cooking together or cleaning together or you go grocery shopping together that may be the time that you spend with her but you want to follow up and say hey how did this work out for you and then Let her give you feedback. How did she feel? You're going to gain more insight when you have those types of uh, conversations with your wife. This drill also forces our wives to respond. No matter what, doesn't matter what your wife does or how she's acting, reacting, whatever. Your wife will have to respond. Either she's going to respond in a positive way or she's going to respond in a negative way. 
but a response is going to be there. Now, you have to keep in mind, is the response in reaction to the way that I'm doing the thing that I I said I was going to do? Or is it because she doesn't value the fact that I'm doing it? If her response is negative, you may not be doing it the way that she expects it to be done. And that is a valid thing. So make sure that when you're doing the things uh, that you can do them and that you're meeting her intent. So it may even be worthwhile in the middle of the week to just say, hey, how am I doing with cooking dinner? Uh, am Am I making dinner every day? And, you know, she can say, yeah, you are. And then she could also say, you are, but man, that food is burnt or it's extra salty. And you guys learn to communicate and you can receive constructive criticism in a way that builds up your marriage. Uh, And you can respond to her in a way where even while you may feel like you're getting attacked, you're actually getting positive feedback from your wife. When you start to do these things, mind you, this week's drill, there's no subtlety to it, all right? I want it to be a bold, in-your-face gesture that cannot be mistaken for anything else. The reason why we don't want to be subtle in this drill We want our wives to know our intent is because it does twofold. It opens communication and it builds confidence. These are the two things that we want in our marriage when it comes to building it. If you are not doing well, you can get a mid a mid action report card and say, hey, how am I doing? And then you can adjust from there so that way you can improve. This is why you don't want to be subtle. This isn't a a thing that happens in the background and your wife just happens to uh, reap the benefits. No, your wife is you're learning something about your wife and your wife is learning something about you in this process. In this drill, you guys are working together. So tell her like, hey, I'm doing this drill this week. I want to do this for you. Are you okay with me doing that? All right. That's actually very important. Make sure that your wife is okay with you doing the thing that you're taking from her. Don't go and take something from her and she's not okay with it. Well, I'm going to leave it there for today. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening in. And until the next time, find a way to love your wife every day.